I am full of weird noises today. I, I can't with you right now. <laughs> the edibles already fucking hit. They have not. I haven't even had any, so there you go. This is just this is my high. natural vibe. Right, we got high. special guests. Special guests from the special Bay guests, Area. The Bay jealous Area guys. MCs, the Jealous Guys. You already know the vibes. We're about to get raw. This is Lil MC. And this is Unlearn the World. And you're listening to Ratchet and Woke. 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 indeed yes indeed ratchet and woke podcast you already know the vibes email us ratchet and woke podcast at gmail.com like us on facebook follow us on instagram unlearn the world here with the one and only blue lip savage give me an intro (laughs) i want a sweet intro you never give me a sweet intro a sweet intro yeah like call me like your lady love Come the on. lovely. Come on. The lovely. <laughs> enticing. Want... Like, what do we <laughs> You want to be I'm enticing? Fishing for compliments, eh? Classy, bougie, ratchet. <laughs> you already know. You know Yo, saying, can we talk here. about how it's so weird? So, like, I've been focusing on trying to run some Facebook ads with Kayla Love. Shout out, Kayla Love. And we're trying to, like, optimize the demographics of the audience that we're trying to reach. And and... He's trying to catch a lick. Okay. Shut <laughs> the fuck up, <laughs> no, you no, no. I'm playing. Don't I'm give playing. me that shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when you're trying to, like, run your, your ad campaigns, you look for, like, similar, like, people that like similar artists. Right, yeah. So, Cardi B's on there. Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. on there. Snow the Product is on there. Totally. City Girl's not on there. What? Meg the Stallion not on there. No. Doja Cat not on there. Really? Like any Why is that? I don't know. Why do you think that is? It's so fucking annoying. Do you think like do you think certain artists that have a certain level of clout can choose whether or not they are allied? No, okay. I think it's because Nikki and Cardi are really big, so obviously they're on there, but Snow the Product isn't on there as an artist. Uh, she's on there as like an interest. Interesting. That's it isn't. <laughs> it's fucking did. weird. Like yeah. and so yeah, it, it's so anyone out there that's trying to use Facebook ads, you better have an audience that like relates you to fifty cent or someone fucking huge. I don't know. Well, why. I mean it's it's you know, it's it's targeting the but that's one thing that's essential. Like, you know, they People are going to do it anyway. The fans will do it anyway. If you put out a project, whether it's a single, an album, an EP, people will make a comparison to who you sound like that they that's already in their world, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's and you have to sometimes fight off those comparisons. Sometimes they're valid, sometimes you think they're not valid. It depends, right? Like you know, I used to get Early on in my career, I would get compared to Royce the Five Nine a lot. I would get compared to Joel Ortiz a lot, um, just because of my subject matter and my wordplay. And on one level, you could be like, "Well, I don't really sound like them vocally." Yeah. But on the other level, I'm glad that people would put me in the in those categories rather than saying that I sound like some fucking nobody. Like you know, what I'm saying like Royce the Five Nine is a legend. I, yeah. I'm perfectly but fine. You don't sound like him, and I would I would say you sound more like a Killer Mike. Like just the way. You guys rap. But, yeah. And I don't know, though, but because I, I was just talking about this with you, how, like, I tried to listen to the Run the Jewels album all the way through, and I yeah. think they're, like, everything about them is so dope. It's just kind of too hyper-political for me to where it's, like, so much, you know? Yeah. Whereas you know what the dope is, thing I about think... you is you mix your, like, little bit of ratchet. I, I, yeah, there, I, you know? I weave all my shit in there, yeah. but I think... I, I think can't the, just be preached to. I think the value of albums like that, nonetheless, though, is that they, they it's when they come out. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, the Run the Jewels album actually had to be sped up because they needed to catch the wave of the George Floyd Black Sounds Lives Matter. Sounds so bad, though. Not, no, I'm not, I'm, this is not me at all saying that I know, they're opportunists. Just, just saying it's but like catching the wave of that but it, is but like, No, fuck. but the truth is that the ear, people's ears are ripe for that kind of content, yeah, right? 100%. Like, nobody was trying to listen to turn up trap music when George Floyd was getting not his, at all. his next no stand, stood on. No one gave a shit on. about Lil no Baby No one gave a fuck about Lil Baby. Lil, Lil Baby had to convert to that. Yeah. Lil oh, Baby right. had to have his Black Lives Matter song. The baby had to remix his rock star yeah. song. Like so, people had to respond to the time. So when you have an artist as politically um, uh, aware as a Run the Jewels, they have to drop at politically 
um, turbulent times in order for the music to make sense or for it to hit in the in the most optimal way. Yeah. And that's not them being opportunists. That's them being smart. No, no, no. I, you know I, it's I mean? not being opportunist. But, but outside, I'm just saying, calling I, it a wave, someone like well, dying by police. I say all that to say... <laughs> yeah. Bad sounding. But I say all that to say that when you don't have that wave, it's to find that audience is a lot harder. Okay. Right? I'm also going <laughs> to ne- piggyback off of that, like... I think there is, I'm just so interested in how the sensitivity of the world that we're in, but also like understanding that it's good that we're sensitive to a degree, like certain things we've talked about and I've talked about with people like watching a a certain movies now, like 80s movies and stuff. I'm like, they're being hella racist to the one Asian side (laughs) character right now. Like they're hella like fat shaming this other kid in the Goonies. Like this is like not okay. But then on the other end, I'm like, you hyper-woke motherfuckers need to fucking relax. Like, you yeah, it's, so it's, it's, it's really interesting. It's, trying, it's a delicate line between hypersensitivity and, and being just considerate of, of marginalized people, marginalized communities, and, and the, you know, the, anybody who, who may not have had a loud voice or a representative that was, you know, from their community that, that can shed right, light like on their experience. insensitivity compared to hypersensitivity, and there's a line, and we, I think we need to draw it for people, just like totally. we did with the ha- emoji hands. <laughs> I know. I think I, we I need really, to I, draw some lines for fucking people. Like, yeah. I don't know how we'll find a really good example in the coming weeks. We will. Because, we'll, I, we will. yeah. We need to, <laughs> I mean, just like I think, you know, there's just so many nuances with things today. Like, you know, I don't know, like race, race relations and like, you know, being sensitive to the LGBTQ community and like understanding what it means to just all these different things. It's totally. very nuanced and difficult. And I think we need to someday we need to have some guests that can like come on and not maybe not talk about hip hop, but talk about like social issues and stuff like that. Oh, what yeah. would you we, say to that? We gotta get, no, we got to get like my man Adisa or something. Yeah. I mean, or put it through the lens of hip hop because hip hop is like, right. it's, it's yeah. important, but no, you no, no, need no. to, to have, agree. yeah, we need, we need somebody to unpack it all for us and make it make sense. We need like a make it make sense segment um, of the show. I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> right, what else moving, on, moving on, moving on, moving on. We, <laughs> a couple of weird things. Should I, should I start with the all fake of them. eyelashes? Get, just get right <laughs> into it. Just get right Shout the out into Lillian. it. Shout out Lillian. She clued me into some really important breaking news. Breaking news. This we is have fun a Lillian fact. update. <laughs> fun fact of the pod is, do you all know where fake eyelashes come from? Because I didn't. Did you know that they came from <laughs> whorehouses so that when their client jizzed in their eyes, it would protect their eyes from getting jizz in their pupils? That is where... Are you serious? Yeah. Fake eyelashes, in addition to making you look more flattering and attractive, were used as a cum shield for your eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> so every time we be putting on fake eyelashes for music videos or going to the clubs that aren't even fucking open, what you're really putting on is cum Damn. shields. Holy shit. <laughs> Let that sink in. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I've heard stranger things, so I can't. I... I... And, and on we go now. Movie reviews, yeah, movie reviews. <laughs> uh, from cum shields to movie reviews. If y'all haven't seen the movie Upgrade, you must. You must stop. Like stop, stop the presses, yo. Like that. It is in my. It's 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 up there with my favorite movies now. Oh wow, yeah. It's like a sleeper. it's up there with my favorite. It's, it's a, a really dope fucking cyberpunk themed dystopia. Dystopic. Futuristic. It's really fucking yes. phenomenal. Like if you if you're a fan of of conversations regarding consciousness or AI or any of these things that we talk about in certain respects, you got to watch like this the Matrix, movie. Like, if you I, like yeah, The it. Sixth Day, no one knows what that movie is. It gave me I, I remember The Sixth Day. Okay. That was that's a clone why I'm, movie, That's right? why I'm Sword afraid of clones. Sword that's yeah. literally the reason why clones are I, in my top fears. <laughs> just the movie? That Clo- movie. The, the entire concept of clones. It's terrifying. It's, it is horrible. Yeah. Yeah, like it just... Well, because I, we were watching. Okay, I'm sorry. Shout out Gaia. Give us our fucking Gaia. Fans. They totally need to like. But I was like, we we're. I was watching some shit, and they're kind of like saying how the gods created humans to be like a slave race to yeah, them. Yeah, the Anunnaki. Yeah. Right, and then I, that kind of made me think about well, humans are eventually probably going to make clones and robots to be slaves to humans. So we or are. Or they already make us slaves. Yes, that right? too. It goes back to that whole shrimp metaphor that I had when I was hella stoned like months ago. Yes. Right? Like, not I think getting it's... high off shrooms. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? But, was it that night? 
Yeah. It was that night. Yeah, because yeah. I was tripping on shrooms when you told me the shrimp metaphor. <laughs> and you and said I, was... I looked like an art piece or something. No, you like looked that. like Zeus from Hercules. I love Like it. a stone statue that was purple and blue. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Purple and blue. That's blue like my colors. Your, like your beard was like a lighter blue. Ooh. <laughs> blue beard. <laughs> like the pirate. It's uh, a black beard, but okay. Is it? Yeah. I think it was a blue beard. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> nah, but um, really dope movie. Um... If you're ever into consciousness or any of that stuff, but that's not what we were talking about. What were we talking about? Uh, I, was, I mean, we, we moved from that movie and then I was just saying how humans are going to create clones to be a slave race similar to how the oh, gods but we're already humans. Yeah, but we're already like I know, that. but you I know also, like, but I my, my point being that, that we're going to create the clones and the clones are going to like, you know, be conscious and become conscious and like realize that like, why are we slaves to these humans? And there's going to be a clone. And they're going to rebel. And yeah. it's going to be just like, like Star the, Wars. Like the new Blade Runner, which we also saw. Yes. Yeah. Which kind of dragged. don't get but. it. We are making an album and the whole theme of our album is going to be cyber, cyberpunk Afrofuturism and you aren't fucking ready. Yeah, seriously. I mean, we aren't really ready. We haven't really made it out yet, but my brain is... <laughs> barely it's, picked it's, out the beats. It's groundbreaking. It's, yeah, it is. It is. It's going to be. I think it's, so. I think it is, too. I, I believe so. I actually have, like, 10 songs already listed on there, so... <laughs> there you go. It's going to be right. a 20-song album. Okay, so we got into fake eyelashes. What else is on our list? Well, you want to talk about rapper scams. I just... I don't even want to talk about rapper scams, but I think that we were we were... Ranting last week about the irresponsibility of people doing shows indoors, even in the midst of COVID, right? But you rappers are going to fuck up the money for everybody else, too, because you guys are doing EDD scams and, like, all types of shit. Yo, I you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you're just fucking it up for everybody. Not only are rappers doing the EDD scams, but then you have rappers doing these mixtape scams. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just kind of preying on independent artists to work and you're, you're not really doing anything for them. I mean, we've talked about it on the show before, but I think just rappers trying to do scams in, in the new surveillance America, it's, it's quiet out here. Like, you're not, they're going to catch you at some point. And it's just, <laughs> just any indie artist, if, if you're not that poppin' and Russ or, like... I don't know who, who anyone is, is slip in and juicy J like slip in your inbox saying they think you're really dope and they want a verse and it's going to be a grand like just <laughs> know that's a scam. Okay. They're like rappers are the new Nigerian princes. They are. And I think that's what I was. That was you're the not getting discovered by a famous rapper on Instagram <laughs> with like 5000 followers. It's not happening. Like it's just not. So no. I know we all like to believe that's that that we can all just be discovered. It's not crazy how like okay we were watching the Britney Spears documentary too, and that shit is such fucking bullshit. Trash. Like so fucking stupid. Trash. And it, <laughs> the way they made it seem like they're just making it seem like Britney Spears was like this innocent like wholesome American girl that you know was being abused. She's the poster child for whiteness. Exploited <laughs> and yeah, she really yeah. is. And then they were saying they're like. The, the questions they asked Britney about her breakup with Justin, like, and, and how she cheated on her and, like, all all those, like, really uncomfortable questions that would never be asked of a man. And, and the, a man would never be abused. And you were like, yeah, they fucking would. Like, <laughs> like, male pop stars got probably abused, like, hella more than the female pop stars. And they're probably way more fucked up because of it. Totally. And... Like, I don't know. They just, I just can't with those fucking Brit. It's like, we were saying, like, of all the fucking things to, to like wave up. Oh my God. Oh, no, yeah. But that's, that's what I was so irate, uh, irate about because it's, this is not an old documentary. (laughs) This is is a brandly, this is a brand new produced (laughs) documentary, right? They showed people in COVID masks going to protest marches about. Britney Spears <laughs> and her father controlling her money. Like this is the, like this, this was a cause? legit protest, and I'm like, fam, black people are being killed on television. It's like COVID, dude. And like COVID, COVID. And black people are dying, and you guys are protesting. The Brit- Proud Boys are fam, fucking raining. It is insane. The capital, and you care about it's like ten the, people. The pure level of insanity. Like she's fine she's burning down her gym at her house and fucking doing weird challenges like, like she's a robot 
cares? <laughs> like, also, Seriously. she was made into a robot, okay? She was, like, a Or she was cloned. So, Whatever they say about, yeah. like, celebrities at that level. She's, like, nothing about her is, like, a unique person. Or, she just does the general, I love to dance, I love to sing, and la tita. You know? <laughs> but, <laughs> but what was the other one? It was, um, no, we were talking about, uh... It's a it's a it's a certain kind of mind control that they claim that pop stars go through. It's called uh, it's not it's not monarch programming, which is another form of mind control, like under MK Ultra. But it's called. Um, I remember this, but I don't remember the name. And I sex kitten. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sex kitten programming. The idea that these these young girls who become superstars are groomed very early and sexually abused very early in order for it to split their psyche, mm-hmm. and by splitting their psyche. They can develop and cultivate new personalities to to work at a at a at a moment's notice. Okay, it's kind of like you're kinda like theory. schizophrenia, yeah. you know, almost like, you like go schizophrenia. Such like, extreme trauma. They said like the movie Sucker Punch is like a a, a metaphor for that kind of oh, programming. Yeah, I forget you know what I'm the, the other twist shit like, ending in that. Yeah, they, or split. It's just like any. And any a lot of that. their videos, a lot of videos, like they were saying, like Britney Spears, for an example, mm-hmm. "I'm a slave to you" is like a, a subliminal message to the to her handlers, right? I'm sure she didn't have any control over the content she wrote. But Not at all. Yeah, but, but either way, that totally makes sense because people creating alternate realities, like that's an extreme version of that, but people have their own false realities of who they are. It, that's very normal. Indeed. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're all we're, we're all blind to the reality of who it's we are. It's just a personality disorder. People have narcissistic personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just you not, you you creating the parameters of the reality with, that you live in and the majority of the world don't, abide by those same parameters exactly but it's not like a completely abnormal thing i think it's just for britney spears case it's just more extreme yeah so crazy yeah i mean you 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 become it goes back to the entire idea of farming human beings right you can farm or cultivate celebrities right so they don't have the same social functionality that's that why they're not looking do. in instagram to try and get you because they can just farm these fucking celebrities exactly. they're not finding <laughs> your fucking little instagram and try and thinking you're the next big thing like yeah. look at like rhythm and flow okay yeah nobody got famous from that show and that was a netflix show now now i will say these, these smoke can suck a dick okay? <laughs> he Yo. is the brother of sir <laughs> yeah so that so that whole shit was a scam like yeah. that, that that was my takeaway from it the whole shit and they're doing another season of it i think they started they just started getting auditions i mean honestly london but, B is, is popping she's fucking she's dope really dope fuck. she's yeah. really dope she probably in all reality should have won more so than the I puerto rican can't. drake wannabe um <laughs> Is that Pop D Smoke? No, 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 no. The other dude. The other dude. I thought D Smoke won. He did win, but there was the other. There was the other light skin boy. Oh yeah. The Puerto Rican <laughs> yeah, dude yeah, from like yeah. New England or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, he wasn't. Well, he gonna was win. from New York, wasn't he? No, nah, he was from New England. He's like from Boston. I still don't know what New England. is. <laughs> <laughs> we had an argument <laughs> about chowder. it the other day. Like, it was just like, a, no, I'm telling you, New England it's is New Connecticut, York is New England. Maine, and like Vermont. Bo- Ver- no. Vermont's Massachusetts and Vermont, yeah, okay, okay. So, yeah, it's Rhode like, Island, before, all of that shit. While we're talking <laughs> about white girls, <laughs> but before we get into, let me just finish my thought oh, sorry, on D sorry. Smoke, right? So, Go. so the the whole issue with D, I mean, you we can say or they will say that D Smoke got Grammy nominated, right? They, he did. That is the stat, right? I don't think he deserved the Grammy Not nomination. At all. I don't That's, think he's and, and, at all culturally relevant. Right. Right? That's why I don't mean fuck you or suck a dick <laughs> smoke in a way that's like you're gonna all misinterpret. But offensive. it's like, come on! It's but I think like, everybody feels you. Yes. I think everybody he didn't in deserve that feels you on that. And like, he's he, Sir's brother and didn't deserve to be on that fucking show. There we go. So exactly. That is all. That's the, the exact. Sure, he's a great guy. Okay, <laughs> like sure he's a nice fella. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on. Okay. So we we were supposed to do lists every week for y'all. We're going to give you fun facts every week. We're going to give you fun and we're facts and lists. Random ass lists. And this is the one for this week. We this is uh inspired by very very good bestie of the show, Sarah Arnold aka Lil Flower Nasty. Uh and it's called White Girl Wavy. <laughs> this is a wavy. list of white girl wavy shit that white girls really get in their bag about. Or this is just something you hear this and you're like, oh, it's a white girl wavy shit. Exactly. Okay. Gilmore Girls. 100% white girl wavy. The show Weeds. and it, White girl wavy. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, goat yoga. <laughs> in no particular order. And Lululemons. Lululemons, 100%. 
I need some. Yeah. Pumpkin spice lattes. Yes. Priuses. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Oh my God. Pinterest. Yes. Michael's Craft Store. <laughs> <laughs> Duck lip selfies. Oh my. And acai bowls. <laughs> is this also the basic bitch list? Like, is this? Honestly, they're uh, kind of the acai same bowls, list. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, acai bowls are pretty delicious. Okay, <laughs> I fuck with acai bowls. And Lululemons look make your butt look pretty good. So I fuck with some Lululemons. All the rest of it, no, I Lick hate Taylor Swift. Acai bowls. And I just, I can't, I don't, have I ever pulled up the duck selfie? Duck lip selfie? I'm sure you have a duck lip selfie. Oh. So I'm sure I, you have listen, a few duck Listen, lip listen, duck. listen. I went to a Jersey Shore party when I was like, I, I hadn't had a drink of, so I was 19. <laughs> okay. And I was snooky. And so the whole time I did duck lip selfies and I stole a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you steal the hamster? I just needed it for the photos, and it was upstairs, so I took it. You, but did you take it out of the house? Like, did it I go just home? Brought, with I you? have pictures with the cage of a hamster, and just you know, rummaging around with it. But I didn't. I don't think I stole it out the house. Okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, oh my god! And yeah. Don't so yeah, and if you have list ideas for us to for for us to do, then send it to the email. Yeah. And we will cultivate and curate a list specifically for you, and shout you out on the show as well. Um, and then you know I. Really really want to give you guys something really valuable for your time and so we're gonna call friend of the show right now um, okay elaine who has been my best friend since i was five her lover and boyfriend matt is an expert on the stocks and we're gonna see if he'll answer the phone right now and give us some <laughs> give us a quick rundown of the reddit stock debacle the stockacle no that's oh, the, the, the new talk on the reddit streets <laughs> elaine Elaine, okay, um, you're on the pod right now, and we need Matt. <laughs> oh, my God. She's on the podcast, and she needs you. I need you. <laughs> this is the thrill of their week. Matt, I need you. I'm putting you on speaker. Hold on. Yeah, talk clearly. Rats One minute. Is he telling her to wrap it up? Is he using the, the boudet? No, we're in Solvay. We're being irresponsible COVID people and we traveled to Solvay. What the fuck is Solvay? Where's Solvay? Oh my god, it's so cool, you guys. It's this Danish town, like, near Santa Barbara. And it's, like, wine tasting and it's, like, so cute. Well, it's a Danish town? It's Danish. Do they wear clogs or lederhosen? It's, like, a Danish town. They model it after, like... Danish shit. It's like a Danish <laughs> shit. It's like Danish buildings. There's like Danish bakeries. So they're da- a, a bakery with Danish shit. She just named this episode. No, like like Danish. Like, you know, from... <laughs> from Denmark. From Denmark. <laughs> from, from Dana. <laughs> so, it's really cute. Okay. Okay. Where's okay, Matt? Great. This is all recorded. <laughs> Everyone is hearing this, and I love it. Okay, Matt. Yes, you are. You are Matt. This you're is, this you're is speaking to the rest of the world. All right, I need you to give. I need you to quickly, or like as long as you need. We need you to give your expert rundown of the Reddit stock debacle and um, like how how things have been going since we last spoke to you. Yes, an give update. Since we last spoke. Yes. yes. Okay, so the hedge funds are now winning again. They've oh. taken over. They've now infiltrated Reddit, and they have bots spamming Reddit. So oh, that's shit. that's that's affected the Reddit community. And so they've hacked them. Say again. They hacked them. They're hacking them. They're they're taking what people were doing on Reddit, and now they they're acting as if they're redditors. That's crazy. Whoa, uh, wow. that's crazy. This is a scam within a scam. Yes. It's a scam in a scam in a scam. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, so are you not watching the news and laughing anymore? Now you're angry? No, no, no. I mean, we need to fight back stronger. What's the new stock that everybody's trying to ramp up? Okay, so um, all the weed stocks have blown up in Ooh. the past week. Fuck yeah. Okay. Um, I like that. Should I invest in Bitcoin? Bitcoin? <laughs> I don't I don't know like uh our boy Elon Musk is now big on Bitcoin. I know uh, it went up like 10,000 points or 10,000 like dollars. Yeah. Like just Yeah, I still I still don't get I I get I kind of get it, but I don't really get it, but if Elon Musk says buy, you know, I think you just follow what Elon Musk does. 
blindly, you know? I don't want to follow that man. He looks Not like a lunatic. <laughs> He's he an absolute lunatic. Yeah, and he can't dance. He like shimmies with his legs. So, are, Matt, are you saying that you're just not familiar with cryptocurrency? You don't get the concept of cryptocurrency or Bitcoin particularly? I get the technology. I get that. I don't get what I do with it, but I, I guess it's kind of like you buy gold. What do you do when you buy gold? You just like, you don't do anything with it. <laughs> you sit on your throne of gold. Yeah. You sit on your throne of gold. So you just to have, you know, like, okay. So aside from cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and do you, and so the weed is the stock to go to, but like what weed stock, you know, like what the weed companies. Okay. So there's, um, there's a few ETFs. So to diversify your investments, um, MJ is one of them. Of course. So you can, and then I, I have Canopy Growth Stock, which they're trying to take weed and put it into drinks. That's their, that's their angle. Like that shit that you gave me when like I was at your house. The weed drinks. Yeah, the weed yeah. brew. That stuff. Like okay, it. I'm liking that. I you like that. you are, are now our official stock expert. So uh, Thursdays, you might be getting a call. He is us. not a stock expert, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Call my direct <laughs> he is a stock we expert. Leg- I mean, like, we oh. legally have to say that because someone will sue us after, like, their stock goes under. <laughs> oh, shit, they're going to, like, hold us ransom. <laughs> like, yes. Matt is our guy. He knows numbers. That's it. <laughs> no, we're going to influence the stocks, like the Redditors. <laughs> yes, we are the Redditors. We are the Redditors. Yes. Do you guys talk about drugs on this podcast? We talk All about the drugs. time. <laughs> yeah, it's the main thing. Ratchet and woke. <laughs> we got we got some acid. <laughs> Eli- hey. Yeah, Lillian told me you were trying to like c- concerned about the acid you got from her like two years yeah, ago. Concerned, I, like, like a year ago from her. She said, "I don't know how much. The, I don't know what the dosage is." <laughs> yeah, I know. Good you're luck. Just, you're just supposed to take acid blindly and hope it's the right amount, right? Is that what I she was saying? really slowly like just a little bit at a time and see how it goes i don't know so is that the same acid you're doing or did you get new acid it's the same one and are you doing it in this danish town tomorrow no we're going to joshua tree Oh my god! What's Joshua Tree? Is that another white girl wavy spot? No, Josh. Come on, Joshua Tree is like the desert. Is it? I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. He's... I'll send you a pic. Okay, I'm really jealous. Hey, we're doing our dirty, my dirty thirty and a yurty on shrooms in next weekend. Is that when you're gonna be there? Dirty thirty and a yurty. Oh my god! No, in a nudist colony. Yeah. Of course, you're going to a nudist colony. Wow. I didn't know it was weird. nudist. But then found out, and I was like, oh, even better. Even better. <laughs> We're going to get knocks on the door from, like, hippies with tea trying to, like, start an orgy. Is it, like, a swingers, swingers nudist colony? I know nothing about it. It doesn't even have an address. I don't know what we're getting into. Wow, yikes. You should turn your location services on. Exactly. Like that, that, that was about to say. Situation. We're gonna drop we're gonna drop a pin. So yeah. <laughs> you don't hear from us for Only three days. Only Elaine's gonna know when she's gonna be on acid and on Joshua Tree. I, there we go. No, I'm on acid this weekend. I'll be fine next weekend. I can be your watchdog. <laughs> okay, great. I'll do the same. Drop Perfect. Your, drop your pin to me. <laughs> okay. All right, we're leaving you now because it's still recording. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest call ever. Matt and Lane, Lane for the win. Yeah. yeah, that was great. Okay. Fucking phenomenal. I think we definitely What else is on our, our list? Is that it? Uh, yeah. I mean, we, that's over 30 right, minutes. Right. We're good. We're good. Yeah, all right. We got an interview into. we're going to get into. Jealous guys. All right. We're recording. So, we're recording. You good? Okay. We're we, right. we live in our room. All right. All right. We're live. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Gentlemen. Yes, sir. Yes. How y'all feeling? Good, how you doing, man? Man, blessing up stress, man. There we go. We are here with the jealous guys. Introduce yourselves yourselves for our audience, because I actually just got introduced to y'all by my good friend Daylight. So I'm I'm pretty new to your music. I I just been listening to y'all for the like past couple weeks. So tell us about yourselves. Oh, my name is Ian. We from San Francisco, California. It's my brother Casa. Uh, we've been around for about, I said about 10 years. Um, yeah, I say, uh, the inner city, jazzy, poetical, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we care a lot about samples. So, you know, we grew up on hip hop very, very young. Right. And, um, 
just, uh, you know, growing as artists over the years, being to reestablish yourself as many times as you can and, you know, keep it going and keep it forward. Right. But, you know, at all times, uh, Reverend San Francisco, California, though. Please right, believe. right. And always, uh, <laughs> always trying to be about the culture, always trying to be about the nostalgia of this hip-hop shit and, uh, and, and just carry that forward, you know what I'm saying, to wherever it's going to take us. So, you know, we just, we just, we just taking it day by day, but loving it at the same time. And a lot of people don't know, but we've been together since we was about three years old. So yeah, that's my blood. That's my blood. Oh, blood. oh okay. So y'all like a real, like, I always yeah, say. Family, family, family. Yeah, family. Yeah, family. Yeah, you know. Oh, so now nah, I tell this story all the time. Like, so I have, I have, a, I have hella brothers, right? So okay. one time, and you know, they, we, we all live in different households. So one time we're going to see my, my, my little brother in, in New yeah. Jersey. I'm from New York. So I'm in New Jersey and I come and bring my older brother with me. And we, we two dark skinned niggas and, and my old brother, <laughs> light skin. Yeah. But, and, and you know, and he got hella white friends. So we in his friend's pool, right? All right. Both of us and my brother, my, my little brother, and the father comes and he kind of looks kind of like you know he's looking at us like who are these black boys in my pool like he's kind of in my know. pool. So <laughs> my younger brother gestures to us and he goes, "Those, those are my brothers." And his his reply was, "Are those your like your brothers or brothers?" Like <laughs> he throws the fist up. Like, are y'all like are y'all like brothers because y'all brothers. black or y'all brothers because y'all physical brothers? I think no, we physical brothers. So it's just it's, so it's always good to know, yeah, you know. But it's cool that you know. <laughs> Um, but what part of San Francisco y'all from? I grew up in Lakeview. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. Lakeview's yep. Um, yeah, I say probably to about early twenties. Then moved uh, towards the East Bay, and then of course, you know, end up finding our way back. There you go. And so, what? Like I said, I I was uh, introduced to y'all by my friend Daylight. So how did how did y'all end up making music together? Oh, so Daylight. Um, well, you know Daylight, she's just super talented. Um, so she was doing a lot of music with around, I say a lot of the same people that was in the same scene as us. And I, um, at the time I had started this, um, when we got back into the music, we had started with this um, brand, brand, yeah, we'll say, Art of Hip Hop. Mm -hmm. So what we did was, is um, we would take everybody pretty much who was like relevant in the city, Oakland, things of that nature, put them all on one spot, get somebody who was very, very relevant, and then throw ourselves up there in the middle. Mm -hmm. So of course, she would start coming to the shows because it got bigger, 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 and bigger. But that was just our way, just trying to find our way back into it. Of course, with more tangible ownership. So of course, she wanted to um, do a show. But instead of doing the show, I had her music as well. And then me and Casa was like, we might as well just put her on the song. So then we put her on the song. And then at the end of not last year, but the year before that, we did, the event. We did a, a, a event with her. Uh, she had her brand, Blessed and Highly Favored, and we had our uh, art of hip hop, and we threw a, uh, basically a free event to give back uh, to uh, those in need. And, um, and create, yeah. create a platform. So and create a platform as well. Local business owners, entrepreneurs, you know what I'm saying, black-owned businesses um, around our community. You know, just, just trying to show love, spread love all the time. Dope. So then I also was doing some investigating on y'all and I was peeping your Spotify page and it sounds like you've been featured on Viceland. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, we've been on yeah, we we we've been a few places, faders, Vicelands, yeah. pitchforks, things of that nature, but we never really I say focused on the media more so than just uh using the platforms I say uh try to get people to um understand the culture out here. You know what I mean? So Viceland I came out here a couple of years ago. And of course, you know, I threw the mass times of the uh, gentrification, like when it was really, really hidden. Um, I don't think they knew it was enough of uh, 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 black things I was going on in San Francisco <laughs> at the time. So we, you know, we pressed the line. Uh, we was blessed enough, uh, us, myself, Casa, Money Rain, um, we put together something where they wanted to focus in on Hunter's Point of Film at the time, because of course that's where a lot of the zeroed in yeah, uh, you know, yeah. police brutality, the black on black genocide, whatever the case was going on. So we just, uh, you know, took him to the projects, gave him a nice little stroll, and let him know, you know, what it was in terms of the culture <laughs> that was left. That was all. That's dope. That's yeah. funny, man. <laughs> so then now, what do you? Since it's COVID, it sounds like you guys put together a lot of shows. So what do you? What do you guys been doing to stay relevant during COVID? Um, uh, to be honest, dropping as much music as possible because with the quarantine. Um, I don't know what it is, but the streaming is booming right now. Mm -hmm. And I think, of course, like, you know, I think mental health overall, because people just want to listen to music and, you know, music is something that just obviously helped time go by. And um, 
to be honest, uh, I say we are very, very blessed enough. Um, merch, the merch has been keeping us busy, to be honest. Mm. Like, um, we've been sweat shopping it. So really just uh, just trying to push the merch. And uh, we got face masks, we got, we got hats, we got T-shirts. We got T-shirts, we got face masks. I'm gonna send y'all some clothes, matter of fact. I'll get y'all sizes oh, okay. after. Yeah. But um, really just, uh, just trying to find different lanes because you know, you know, hip hop is the fabric of America, meaning like, you know, that's the that's the coolest fabric in terms of what we say is a go. So I think being able to use that platform and, and, and leverage to be able to channel in and other things like fashion, art, things of that nature, as long as people, you know, keep pushing the music right now, people definitely want something to be able to uh, grab from you, no matter what it is. I think at this point, just because of everything that is going on in the world and none is going to be able to connect with people right now more than the universal language of music. You know, hip hop mm -hmm. is that shit. So really, I say just dropping music, of course, and just uh, trying to level up the branding, product development. That's what I say, product development. Yeah, that's a big, that's a, that's a big word. But yeah, so y'all born and raised in San Francisco. I got an interesting question because mm -hmm. from from most people I know about San Francisco, gentrification is like one of the biggest issues aside from like mm -hmm. police brutality and relationships with police officers. Mm -hmm. Like gentrification is the one issue that I hear every single San Francisco hip hop right. artist talk about. So I, I want y'all to speak from y'all experience in terms of like just how the city was when y'all was younger versus now and, and the changes you've Black. seen not only in like you know, way, it was just way more like like the street we grew up on, right? So let's say there's 20, 25 houses on the street we grew up. Mm. Now, when we was, you know, 19 years old, 70% of that neighborhood of that, just our street was black, mm -hmm. right? Five years go by, people, it starts dwindling. People start selling their houses for low. Big corps coming in. Other communities start coming in. People are getting pushed out. Whatever it is, you, you, you were struggling. Your family was on dope. Uh, you saw a good financial opportunity. So people start uh, just, it was a big influx or, or exodus of, of a mass exodus of black people. Um, and then the next thing you next thing you know, you know, it was it was it was tech time. You know what I'm saying? We had all these big tech corporations coming in, um, and and then and then it was the influx of the techies. So it was a, it was a, it was a big gap in terms of you know Black San Francisco, all um, over really, yeah, yeah, really all over, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, all over the Bay Area. Really. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like you could take you could take for, you could take Fillmore for example. That's yeah. that's like Harlem, but that's oh, yeah, that, yeah. that's Harlem on the West, exactly. And then you could take. Um, it's so many different neighborhoods. I don't want to, you know, isolate or do anything like that. But just in the sense of it was just cultural. Of course, you had uh, more of the Muslims back then. So you had more of the brothers on the street selling bean mm -hmm. pie and shit like that. Yeah. But then you had the hustlers, you know what I mean? You had the players. It was more uh, militant, but it still had a consciousness to it just because our grandmas and shit was down south. So yeah. we still was kind of on the yes, ma'am, yes, sir, no, ma'am, no, sir, shit, in the sense of how we respected our elders. But of course. when you got that gap between the I say like the political prisoners, those who fell towards the drugs and the system and shit mm -hmm. like that. So now you just got the grandmother and then the young nigga in the house. Then it just became more of a just survival thing. With us not understanding the tech shit and everything else that was and working. That's, and that's where time. and that's where the community got stripped on the paperwork because they didn't have a game. Yeah, you feel me on how to keep these properties, on how to keep your businesses, on how to keep it all in house. Or the in value family, of keeping your property and what they're about exactly, to do. Exactly, exactly. Going to increase the value of the property, right? For sure. Right. When they came here, they saw the value. They saw the, I mean, the point, for instance, the Hunters Point, they got, or, or Petrero Hill, they got the most beautiful views in the city, right? But it's some of the most impoverished neighborhoods at the same time. So these people don't have uh, uh, a necessary outlet, right, to, to, to branch out, to take advantage, you feel me? Of, well, the, pur the purpose got stripped. You got to think about why we came up here. We came up here because of the shipyard complex. We'll say the last wave that we came mm -hmm. from. You feel me? So we came up here because the shipyard. You from New York? My daddy from Waterhouse, Kingston, Jamaica. Okay. So y'all migration is more so Caribbean. Our migration was down south in terms of California. Well, honey, exactly. You feel me? So with that being said, we came up here to be able to buy all the property. It's just as the, as the like you said when the when the when the when the destruction that happened in the neighborhoods, you have to uh, think about um, this is back when grandmothers was working for Muni mm -hmm. and, 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 and grandfathers were getting city jobs, but then mm -hmm. the war hadn't ended and all that little shit and, you know, all that little, the gap and all between. So really it was just trying to reevaluate the purpose of just ownership, meaning even if we don't, even if we don't 
uh, get relevant with the tech shit, the property and real estate, you know, God don't, he don't grow no more green. So, right. so just holding on to that was what it was. But with the, with them coming in with the tech shit, we was the ones that ended up, I'll say, giving an example, doing the security, opening the door and not knowing what was going on mm -hmm. inside of the buildings. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. what kind of, that's what kind of uh, shifted the gap. Mm -hmm. And then by the time we felt as if we had enough, and it wasn't it was too late. late. It was too late. You feel me? It was too late. Way, from what I understand, there was two waves of the tech shit. There was the first wave of the dot-com mm -hmm. boom, like towards the end of like mm -hmm. the 90s, yeah, early yeah, 2000s. Yeah. And then you had the new wave with the yeah. social media, yeah. like the Twitters, the Facebooks, the Amazons, and all of that coming through. Like, was it... Was it all the same of that energy, shit. or did you see it ramp up more the second wave of the tech boom? Like, what what was more devastating? I, I, I'll say this: so we went to school. We, we went to so, so here. This is what I'll say: so we went. So you talking about the eighties and nineties, right? That's when yeah. Steve Jobs and him obviously was on their shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we was too young to really see what was going on. So we went to high school. We went to high school in Lakeview, right? Okay. And the name of the school was called City Arts and Tech. So at the time, we couldn't really understand what it was in terms of what there was uh, introducing with the tech way. But what it was is a kid then there had a laptop for himself. Uh -huh. So that's when it was showing the gap coming. But you are, you and I both know, you know what I mean, in terms of reading and writing, you know what I mean? If you can't read and write, you really can't do too much. So the numbers became the new literacy. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Computer literacy. Computer became literacy became the new became literacy. The new, the new literacy. Mm -hmm. So then at that point, we got, we, you know, shit. You know I mean, is you a kid that's going to be able to grow up and go to school the other day to be able to understand that shit? Or are you going to be able to one that say, okay, I, I can obviously, I, I don't understand it. So that's where the other, that's where the gap came in where everything from the 80s and the 90s was shifting into the schools and all that shit, like, little by little. But then when the, when the, what's that, like, 2012, 2013 going up, no, no, that's when, all the apps and everything had came in. So once all the apps and everything had came in, of course, you got one street across the street that's 50% above the property line, then you got one across the street that's 20% below the property line. Mm -hmm. That's going to change the living conditions between how people interact with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it shifted everything in terms of culturally, income gap, whatever, yeah. everything. You're know you I mean? from New York, so you understand what it's like. For yeah, y'all got it first. Guess, somebody to have to pay $5,000 Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't even get... Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, the reason I'm crazy. out here, they started crazy. building Starbucks in the hoods right near the dope spots. I was like, oh, we... Right. <laughs> <laughs> when you see that Starbucks near the dope spot, yeah, you got like yeah, a year yeah. left <laughs> before they get yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. out of there. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I, definitely, sure. I definitely understand. But then um, I, I want y'all to talk about, like, you know, like, your music and... and, and, and the, the influences that, 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 that you're using from, from these San Francisco experiences, from these stories, like, how is that, how, how are you guys creating a, a unique niche for yourselves we, um, in the space? And I'm, I'm, I'm super interested in we was why our you babies. call yourself the Jealous Guys. I'm super interested Yeah, in I need to know the origin story. <laughs> well, we, 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 are, we are babies. So, so we, we, we grew up like, you know what I mean? I say like, uh, we, we grew up around this shit, but we grew up around it to the point where it's like, you know, our mom is just shit was like, you know what I mean? You finna go to break dancing class, you finna do poetry class, you finna do, you know, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's definitely where I introduced us to pop. Um, in terms of the jealous guys, his mom was always a woman who pretty much worked for the community, and my mom was a uh, woman who always worked for the community. So, we always looked at it as if we was young in high school, like what is it that 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 we have that we don't have? You know what I mean? What is it that we don't have that we do have? So people say, okay, why the jealous guys? That's just saying being jealous of the higher pressure. You know what I mean? Right. We was okay. just it was just about being jealous of the power and the control of a uh, like systematic oppression. You know what mm. I mean? And um, we were just jealous of the infrastructure and the resources that the oppressor used to keep us oppressed as a community, as a people. Because some really people was... wake up with a, with a clean pillow. Some mm -hmm. people wake up with a dirty pillow. And you can't knock that. Mm -hmm. But you got to question yourself before you go out there and feel like it's survival. Woo, woo, woo. Where is it that you come from? You yep. know what I mean? That's the Sankofa effect. You're trying to understand where you come from in order yeah. to figure out where you're trying to go. You feel me? Yeah, totally. So then how do you feel like, how does... How do you feel like musically that, you know, you have all these techies coming in and they're like trying to, they're always saying like, oh, you know, the culture is disappearing from the Bay Area and it's like, they're not even realizing that like they're the reason why 
there isn't like the same level of culture as it, as there used to be in the Bay because well, of the. Well, I don't want. I wouldn't want to even blame nobody because at the end of the day, every demographic has to have some type of economic structure. Mm-hmm. So, regardless of the fact is, it's uh, it's 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 a line between us as well because. If we uphold our shit together, then nobody could be able to take anything from us. But at the same time, if you got the talent, figure out how to get us out of YouTube and Google and all that shit that's around here. You know what I mean? I was just yeah, and, not, and, not, and not saying that in the sense of like you'd be able to knock on their door because I don't think the relationship is good like that to be able to knock on the door. But if your music is good enough and that boom bap hit yeah, or that 808 hit or them lyrics it's, hit, it's still they like, don't listen. It's still an opportunity to network. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's still an opportunity to network. It's, it's, it's there. You know, yeah. it's like our You know what I'm sure. saying? Like you, you, it's, 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 right. And it's it's multiple ways to look at it. You know what I'm saying? Like we could sit here and and, and be, the, be the people on the short end of the stick and be mad at people for uh, 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 up, uplifting their life and actually bringing more of an economic, you know, empowerment to, to where we're from. Um, you know, and a lot of people do take that role, you know, but I know me and my brother, you know, we always looking for, uh, like I, like we said, What's the, next the opportunity. Exactly. Yeah, the next I mean, network the opportunity. Through it? The next, yeah. like, let's build, let's get it together, you know what I'm saying? So we can, we can make more, this thing happen more, together. More people, I put like this, you know, we ain't San Francisco, so we say like this, mm-hmm. you know, you walk down the street and somebody makes sure you may want to either walk the other way or whatever the case. But at the very same time, I throw one of these face masks on. The first thing they're asking about is that boombox on that face mask because it's just nostalgia. You feel me? So it, it, it's just being able to find something that people can relate to and then playing your wiggle. I'm not sitting here to be the, the, the best of your friend more so than I am trying to be able to make a resource and a connection and a network to benefit me as well as uh, the culture that I'm trying to obviously put put forward. You right. know what I mean? So uh, it's, it's that or it's um, you can't knock people for um, – also being upset of um, them living here for over 40, 50, 60 years, and then the next day. Like they don't got to out. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, your neighbor don't say hello to you. That's a, that's, a, that's a different, you know what I mean? That's a different program, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's not even about, I mean, yeah, it comes down, whatever it comes down to, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, Whatever it is that you're trying to push forward is uh, based on whatever it is that you're trying to bring in. And however it is that you bring that in is what you have to make connect with everybody else. And then you do what you want to do from that from there, you know? Exactly. And how, how do you think, like, hip-hop culture in the Bay or in San Francisco in general has changed because of all of this? Like, what 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 venues did y'all have when y'all was coming up to, 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 to get y'all shit off as MCs? Oh, man. The 330 Rich. Doing, yeah. We had 330 Rich. Well, see, our, our shit was dope because... We came up through a dope ass. We, we was a. I don't want to put it on the We just we, we were a part era. of a new wave of underground. Yeah, yeah, I was going to club so six. Was I was going to club six. Now, now we <laughs> ain't had to do club six. We, we, I say, I say, we, we, we was damn near just. She was selling out warehouses with a thousand, two thousand people. You feel okay. me? And this, and this is around the time when. This is like, uh, how can I say? Like, you know how you got, uh, it's, what's that beautiful brand that they got where they do the, all the art? Like trap art, right? Yeah. You know, you walk in there and yeah. you see the art on the wall. Yeah. This is back then where you performing while they're creating the ramp, while they're doing the graffiti while on one wall, right, while right, they're the painting on the other wall. Yeah, yeah. With, you know what I mean? Some hard, some raw, some, some underground shit. 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 So I, I think um, that that is changing the difference because obviously – even kids and stuff like that who was able to work out of them warehouses and stuff like that was the ones that was able to help control the scene. But now it's, um, I think you got to go there. I mean, like once you start seeing our music videos, like if you notice, like you'll, you'll see it's like downtown, but then you might see some military houses, which might be some projects from mm-hmm. 1940. So you just got to go there in order to, uh, I would say, uh, experience what is left. You know what I mean? But, Everything with, like, the, with, like, with, the, with, with the warehouse parties, because I'm, you know, I mean, it's like rave culture. It's like underground hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. Always finding like the, the little cutty spots to to, to cut that shit. shit off right. and, you know what like I'm you can have shit that was like. But do you have access to those kind of like outlets and those 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 venues anymore? Do, like, are y'all still doing? You know what I'm saying? Like not before COVID, but well, yeah, I, I, not see, in COVID, uh, but I like before say COVID, like were y'all still doing warehouse parties or? Was yeah, now hell yeah, yeah, we were here. We, <laughs> we, 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 we was at this place called up. Bro, tell, tell, tell about no. We 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 threw a. Uh, I was like, I want to go to a warehouse party. Totally go to a warehouse party. We threw we threw we threw an event at Node, which is the dope ass dope. Text, uh, tech spot. Um, 
and uh, shout out to Corey and all of them over there. Where it was like super futuristic inside, but yeah, we had Bitcoin rock and hip hop shit, the Bitcoin machines, and all type of shit. Oh, shit. Then we threw uh, shit, I think right before COVID had hit, we uh, sold out El Rio, El Rio. sold out Knockout, and we was doing good. We was doing real good before the, you know, with the, in terms of the COVID <laughs> stuff. Yeah. But that's that's also what made us turn it into more product development because it was mm-hmm. like, what is it? that they can see until we can get to these places again. But now, uh, I think it's the galleries. I think it's going to build back up. You're going to see more graffiti on the walls. It's going to cause more art. You're going to see more, um, not to say it in a disrespectful way, but more people in the street that uh, some may have homes and may don't have homes. But that's what's going to recreate um, the the nostalgia purposes. I'm not saying it's going to create the, uh, the the good living condition purposes, but I think the with that, the, the art galleries and the, obviously the venues, and as you see everybody trying to do this outdoor dining, uh, mm. shout out to Dregs one, he just uh, dropped an album called Fog Mode, and mm. he just uh, did a nice collab with the, um, uh, with the beer local, company. Local with the beer company, yeah. With the local that. brewery. So, that's so, so really I think it's, it's, yeah, it's there, but it's just different ways of how to be able to do it now. You know what I mean? So then I'm curious, because listening to your music, like I definitely get like San Francisco from y'all. So who are your biggest hip hop or just artistic influences in general coming up? Who would you say influenced you the most? We go, we might go back and forth. Well, for, well, for one, our favorite rapper probably uh, in unison is the Jacka. That's number one. Um, rest in peace, Jacka, yeah. for real. I saw yeah, rest in peace, Jack, man. Um, and then, and then that whole shit. You I'll let you go. I'll let you, you go. You go to Jaden Kiss. Yeah. You go to Lupe. You go to yeah. Nas. Yeah. You go to Outkast. Yeah. You go to Clips. You yeah. got to put Pusha T with Malice. Yeah. You go <laughs> Dungeon Family. Yeah. You go some, Goody Mob. Give me some Black okay. Thought. Black Thought. Yeah. And then all that and all that ratchet yeah. shit. Yeah. And anything that's ratchet. All the all the yeah all the all the shit that the Bay known for turning up, wilding out, all of that. We was raised under all that. So are you kind of like hypey woke or like hypey conscious? Nah, nah, nah. I wouldn't even say that. I say, um, I say, um, street conscious. Uh, we, we, you know, we, 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 we enjoy a nice house party, but you know what I mean. We, 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 <laughs> we also enjoyed the ride home, and then we also know that we have things on our pillow that we got to wake up with the next day. You know what I mean? So you know, we like to turn up right. at the same time. You know what I mean? We, Cheeks we, up. we deep in thought in the middle of the function. That's us. Here we Half go. Half on throughout the mystery that's, and struggles. I like that I a like lot. That. Yeah. <laughs> that used to be your short bio. Like, if you get stuck in an elevator with a CEO, that's what you got to say. Yeah. Deep <laughs> thought in the middle of the phone. Right. Yeah. Look for me. Like, <laughs> real. Well, dope. I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm stoked to hear about everything that y'all been doing because I've been kind of, like, depressed at seeing all these venues shut down, but... Hearing y'all talk about how you think there's gonna be almost like this renaissance or resurgence of art, mm-hmm. like I hope that's I think what it'll happens. Be a, I think it'll go like, like underground it. art that like, but keeping it underground, like it's not even you know what I'm saying, like that's yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know exactly, what I mean, like just man. not or exactly. independent. Like I hate using underground because underground is like you know, it, I don't know, there's a connotation. I know it's, it's the, the same thing now. It's literally the same. It is. It's the same thing now. Yeah, yeah. But go ahead and shout out your social medias and and, and let us know what else y'all working on moving forward that we can look forward to. Man, you can find us at uh the the jealous at the jealous guys underscore uh art of hip hop underscore yin that's y i n t j g and uh me at casa c a s a t j g. And then we're definitely um we're dropping another song raindrops on the twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. Then that video will probably be out next month for sure. Side to and side. And then we'll, uh, I ain't gonna put it on thick, but we for sure gonna follow up with an EP. And then side to side is out right now. Uh, stream that. Uh, the video is out. You can get it on Apple, Spotify, uh, everywhere. You know what I mean? Everywhere, everywhere. And the merch. Where can they get the merch at? Yeah. Uh, Artie Hip Hop. So the the side will launch now. So the side will launch soon. It's funny that you said that because you put, <laughs> yeah, together put, a, put it in there. Put a pop-up event for that. So yeah. when it, when it, when the site when the site launch, then we'll be able to um that's dope. We'll be able to um we'll be able to, we'll be able to push it from there and go basically going forward. So but for now we definitely um hit me or hit Casa is uh you get the link tree that's in the uh, bios as well and then we'll send you an invoice um and then we'll push it out. We we definitely um for anybody that does watch this, we definitely catching up on all them invoices. You know what I mean? And, um, they stacking uh, we'll, we'll, up. We'll people pushing out. So people hitting the line like, yo, yeah. <laughs> I owed my sweater three months ago. 
That's yeah. never a bad thing, though, to be backed up on orders. Like, the merch game is hard to fucking make. Right, it's never a bad thing. Never good problems, thing. good problems. But, gentlemen, we appreciate your time, yo, for real. It was yeah, yeah. dope. You know, we looking let me let me ask let me ask y'all something. What what yeah. what 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 made what made y'all um what made y'all do this and, and what about hip hop made y'all do it? The podcast. The podcast or, or hip hop in general? Yeah, cause y'all 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 dope. I like what y'all yeah. doing. <laughs> Shit, go you you could go first. Cause oh, okay, hip hop. So I started rapping when I was like seventeen, but I've been making music since I was like five years old. Um, but I started rapping cause I just wanted Hell to yeah. trauma as a young kid and like, I just, all the music and yeah. hip hop just really yeah. resonated with me and it just like, even though like, like Tupac and Biggie were my first influences and like their stories were different, right. but the emotion that they felt was the exact same. So like, I just instantly connected and became obsessed and like, I would not stop freestyling and, and you know, to this day, to this day, you know, <laughs> here I am. That's dope. Nah, I, I love I, it. That's dope. I've seen your battles. That shit is dope yeah, as fuck. Yeah, that's dope as fuck. Oh, yeah. That's how, I mean, that's how I had to get respect as a woman in hip-hop, but I'm not really, like, my love for hip-hop isn't really in the battles, you know? I'd rather create art, but I had to battle in the beginning. So hey, it's Now, I, I say that to say, like, you know, you, you do what most people who really love to do is just paying, paying homage towards being an MC. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter what art that's form what that shit about. come around yeah. with. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Pay dues. Absolutely. And then for me, I mean... I, I but don't miss out on getting paid, though. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. And I think that's like... That's, say that's it again. Point. Like, yeah, say it again. <laughs> you know, you're going to cut me my check. You're going to run really? me my money when, when at the end of the day. He but reminds me, like, yeah. yeah. yeah, just like, you got to make them pay yeah. you. Like, it's, you know, like, we, you know... I freestyle, but not for free. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I mean, at least for me, it's like, I, I, I live and breathe this shit, dog. Like, I've been doing this shit since I was 10. Yeah, I was for real. Since I was 10. Real. And I grew up in the birthplace of it. So it, it hits different having come from right. there and having so much right. proximity to, like, the greats. Like, the people who became worldwide Man. celebrities and legends, like, you saw them on the block. It was mm -hmm. that close. And it made it such a... Uh, it made That's it a crazy. reality. A like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even yeah, like yeah. it made it a reality. Like I've I've seen dudes literally selling CDs on on one minute, and then the next minute they on 106 in part. The next minute they doing music video. Like you see yeah. that evolution, and to be in such proximity to it, and and for it to be all around you, just culturally as well as business wise. It, why? How? How could you not? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I was in, I was right. going borough to borough, going yes. to ba battles and 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 battling MCs in each borough, and I was walking in the Def Jam office and like, dude, that's like, fire, that, crazy. So that's you, that's crazy. Crazy. Real you breathe that, and you're like, yo, I I am yep. of this. And then so anytime, mm -hmm. regardless of where you are, whether it's San Francisco, Miami, Chicago, Oakland, wherever. <laughs> you see hip hop, and when you see it, you you recognize it for for how real it is in the Bay Area. Right. Outside of New York, the Bay Area has, I would have to say, has one of the more genuine uh, hip hop like communities. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, regardless of like whether you want some hyphy shit and some Thizzler shit right. or you want some like cool, mellow boom bap shit, like, it's still, yeah. it's still community and y'all still about the culture. So, you know what I'm saying? We, we salute people like y'all who, who, who rep it all day and, and, and create a business out of it and everybody else who, who wants to do the same. You know what I mean? So Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Keep going. Y'all are definitely yeah. dope. Yes. Yeah. It's super refreshing to hear y'all. Like I just, I can like tell like from listening to you, you're just both so eloquent and like, but both so about the culture. Like it's just a refreshing conversation to have. Like y'all just like, Thank man, I appreciate much. it. Like for real. Thank you very much. Exactly. So we out of here. Ratchet and Woe podcast. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Email us question, comments, and topics, Ratchet and Woke Podcast at gmail.com. Jealous guys, thank you once again. Peace and love. We appreciate it. Appreciate y'all, man. Indeed. Hey. Indeed. Salute. Move your body from side to side. Roll some nigga less and get high. Pour a little something with the drink on ice. And tell the DJ he could run it twice. Move your body from side to side. Shit, let a nigga catch the vibe. Trying to drop stress, bad grades for the gas, think it's on that. Might put.
the switch from some Adirondack. She don't need no stripes to get a fucking check. She don't want no baller, she want intellect. Messy mob the Marvin Gaye, I'm on a different quest. Tryna get this rollie off of Fetacon. Take your sneaker to a bench, don't get cheated upon. Shaking for the nine, nine, two thousand. Flying ass Air Max, give me Jeremy. Reminiscing on them times when my mama left. I was popping collars, Casa got a G-neck. Move your body from side to side. Roll some nigga less, you can try. Pour a little something with the drink on ice. And tell the DJ he can run in it twice. Move your body from side to side. She ain't let a nigga cat cause she tried. Little baby got her drink on ice. And tell the DJ he can run in it twice. Move your body poppin', trade the concrete for the penny poppin'. Henny poppin' like a cover croppin'. Quadruple to the new track. Shooters in the bed, they selling slaps like his new crack. $25 on all my eggs, my nigga do that. Grab, I'm proud of the niggas. Third eye sinners, radical queens who love wine sipping. Oh my god, you a king, there's a time difference. Big old body sitting foes, got her high sitting. Wild table discussion, controlling the weather with the meetings. Beat coats and beans, campaign with greetings. Yo, boy, fresh for your niggas who keep it season. Respect to those who dance with funky and Adidas. Get high. Pour a little something with the drink on ice. And tell the DJ 